This podcast is about Reims Cathedral, and it is brought to you by Holy Cows. You know, the grass-eating mammals we all blurt out when faced with the truly extraordinary. Come in if you are weary, there's food if you would dine. Plus 31 varieties of sacramental wine, and we're the monks. Hey, hey, we're the monks. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of the Reims Cathedral podcast. My name is Darby Moore. Today, I will be talking about the Cathedral of Reims, what it was like in the Middle Ages, and its effect on medieval society. For locals, Reims is pronounced Reims. First of all, the story of the Reims Cathedral starts in the Middle Ages. The Middle Ages, which are also known as the Medieval Times, were from about 500 to 1500 AD. Reims is a French city about 90 miles northeast of Paris. The Cathedral of Reims is a Catholic cathedral that was a center for culture and arts in the Middle Ages. People came from all over to be at the ceremonies and to see this amazing cathedral. And of course, there needed to be people to make those ceremonies happen, and then people who wanted to sell things to those people. So this cathedral affected many people's lives during the Middle Ages. Think of it as a festival venue. The Cathedral of Reims is also called the Cathedral of Notre Dame at Reims, or Notre Dame de Reims. The city of Reims was also the unofficial capital of the Champagne region, so there were many cellars underneath the city. Also a benefit for those festive partygoers. It turns out that the bulk of the survivors during World War I hid in the Champagne cellars during the bombing. The best place to be, not only because of the bombs, but because of the Champagne. At the beginning of the Middle Ages, Reims was the center of attention and a, quote, powerful symbol for all of the people of France according to the New York Times article, The Legend and Lore of Notre Dame de Reims. The Reims Cathedral took about 80 years to build. Not unusual for a cathedral back then. Construction started in 1211 and ended around 1300 AD. The designer was Jean d'Arbais. The cathedral replaced an earlier church that was destroyed in a fire. After a horrible shelling during World War I, Reims Cathedral was restored, but it had lost much of its original art. The architecture of the cathedral at Reims is what makes it so special. Built in high Gothic art, the sculptures, columns, and windows all contribute to what makes this cathedral so famous. The interior is big and lets in lots of light with all the windows. It is very linear and repetitive, which is only interrupted by flowers carved out of stone on some of the columns. Another unique thing about the architecture of the Reims Cathedral is that the piers or columns have colonnettes going all the way up the sides. The ceiling is very large and very heavy, so all of the weight is drawn out by the walls and the flying buttresses. Also, the side aisles get narrower as they go back, so you can see all of the layers of it, making it easier to see how linear everything is. In architecture, a capital is not like the capital city, like Washington, D.C., where the head of government sits, but the top of a column that supports the roof and any decorations. Capitals at Reims help to identify this cathedral. They have foliage to bring out the natural aspect of the high Gothic art. The capitals and columns of the Reims Cathedral make the church, quote, seem to rise towards heaven, as they say in the video, High Gothic in France. Statues are also a big part of the architecture of the Reims Cathedral. 
There are more than 2,300 statues on the cathedral, and these are not like statues that you might see from day to day. They are realistic animated statues of scenes from the Bible that are carved to look like they are communicating with each other. They don't look like they are attached to the pillars behind them. They stand alone. At the time, this was an amazing architectural feat. I mean, it's as if they might be saying to one another, Hey, King Arthur, is that sword getting heavy yet? Or, would you like something to eat? No, sire, I've had lunch already. Many statues are in different styles. Because of how long it took to build this cathedral, there are more than one generation of artists and masons building these statues. These statues were very symbolic of the monarchy and the church having co-equal power. They show how the archbishop empowers the king. These statues are built in high Gothic art style, which was a common style back in the Middle Ages. No idea why they call it high Gothic. I'm assuming there must be a medium and a low, but I'm not the expert. Gothic art was the painting, sculpture, and architectural style of the Middle Ages in Central Europe. The Gothic sculpture was different than previous Romanesque art, which was more abstract. Gothic art made the statues look more natural, and much Gothic art was based on nature and foliage. It was around from the mid-12th century to the end of the 16th century. You might think that the name Gothic has to do with the Goths, and might somehow involve black lipstick and pale makeup, but actually it came from the Gothic tribes that destroyed the Roman Empire. Gothic art was much more realistic and showed much more the shape of the body. The early Gothic and Romanesque art were shaped like the columns behind them, very thin and vertical. As I said before, much of the stained glass that was in the windows of the cathedral were destroyed during World War I. Because of this, modern artist Marc Chagall rebuilt most of the stained glass. Many of the windows that were stained glass are now just normal windows, but they still let in the light. The stained glass was also in the Gothic style, so it showed detailed designs. The number of windows in the Reims Cathedral shows that the architects used light purposefully and weaved it into the building. The church used light symbolically to symbolize the light from heaven. There are many different types of windows used in this cathedral. Rose windows are circular windows with a very detailed design made of stone in them that looks like a rose. The Reims Cathedral has three rose windows on the front and more on the back and on the sides. Another type of window that was used when making the Reims Cathedral are lancet windows. If you don't know what a lancet window is, they are high and narrow windows that form a point at one end. In the Reims Cathedral, there are lancet windows that go up the sides of the walls and down the aisles. If God illuminates from above, I think lancet windows are meant to be pointing up at him. Reims was nicknamed the City of Kings, and it's not hard to see why. There were 30 kings coronated at Reims Cathedral. In the early 11th century, the Cathedral of Reims started calling itself the Coronation Cathedral. These coronations were a ceremony to show the alliance between God and the king, and where the king promises to reign with justice, protect his people, and uphold the existing religion. Thank you for listening to this podcast about the Reims Cathedral and the history of how it affected people's lives in the Middle Ages. I know my description of the majestic architecture does not give it justice. Looking down a long vaulted corridor is stunning to look at. The most famous statue, a smiling angel, was toppled and rebuilt after World War I, and the French demanded that the Germans surrendered at this place after World War II. Clearly they loved this sacred cultural center. My name is Darby Moore of Salmon Bay School and I enjoyed exploring the Reims Cathedral with you.
Crackers, stop and humble with a cherry topping monks. We are champions.